Hi, everybody. Welcome to Night and Days. For those that don't know me, I'm your host, Amanda Knight. And this week, I want to continue from where I left off last week. I specifically want to talk about how anxiety can be brought on by things that you consume. Because I feel like a lot of people don't even realize that the things you consume on a daily basis can affect your body in more ways than just a hangover or an upset stomach. I've done some research for this episode because I want to bring you more than just my opinion. So, of course, I will include the links in the description of this episode so that you can check out the sites I got my information from. I first want to start off by talking about foods that can cause anxiety because I feel as though a lot of people don't realize which foods can truly cause damage to your body. Of course, we all know that processed foods are at the top of the list, and it's because although they may give you an initial boost of serotonin right away, that quickly fades, and it gives you basically a crash from a sugar high. When you ingest poisons, and yes, I did say poisons, You have to understand that you're damaging your body. Said poisons include things like alcohol, sugary foods, processed foods, GMOs, coffee, caffeine, and that's just to name a few. Now I know you're probably thinking, but Amanda, they're so delicious. And you're right, they can absolutely be delicious. But the reason for that is because they're loaded with sugar and chemicals, and that's what keeps you coming back for more. Now, I'm not saying that you have to completely cut things out of your life, especially if they make you happy or you eat certain foods when you're celebrating, like all of us do, right? A cake for somebody's birthday or a drink when you celebrate a promotion at work or whatever the case may be. But when all you're consuming is these bad-for-you foods with little consumption of fruits, vegetables, and vitamins, you're wreaking havoc on your body. And I prefer to see all of you thrive instead of just exist and deal with pain. I'm going to start talking about caffeine because I feel like everybody that I know drinks caffeine in some form or another, whether it's a coffee from Starbucks or a latte or a caffeinated drink like Red Bull, Monster, all of the things. And I just want to point out, caffeine puts your body into overdrive. Some people, like myself, get jittery. Others can't sleep. And all of those things make an impact on your body. It can cause anxiety because you aren't able to relax. It's a stimulant running through your body. Of course you won't be able to relax. However, caffeine is also a diuretic, which that means it'll not only dehydrate you, but it'll make you have to go to the bathroom. Dehydration is a cause of anxiety and it can seriously affect your mood. So make sure that if you do drink caffeine, 
you're also drinking water so that you're not dehydrating yourself because it's a diuretic. And also you're increasing your water intake so that your mood doesn't become affected by the caffeine that you're consuming. Many of you know serotonin, right? Some people call it the happy chemical. It's a chemical within your brain and it's responsible for your mood. So when you consume things like caffeine and alcohol and even processed foods, it can mess with your serotonin levels. So although you may feel good in the moment or maybe even for a little while after, eventually your serotonin levels will drop because the caffeine or the alcohol or the sugary stuff will wear off. It'll lead to your sugar levels dropping from whatever processed foods that you ate. And then your serotonin levels will drop, which can leave you feeling anxious, might even lead to you feeling sad or depressed. And depending on the person, that sad or anxious feeling can last anywhere from a couple of hours up to an entire day. Since serotonin is the chemical in your brain that does enhance mood, there are foods you can consume to help that as well. Things like complex carbs, think whole grains, can help boost serotonin, but make sure you stay away from processed carbs like white bread, white rice, things like that. Tryptophan, funny enough, is a precursor to serotonin, which is why a lot of people feel a sense of calmness after eating foods rich in tryptophan. You think tryptophan, you think maybe Thanksgiving turkey. That is obviously the first thing that came to my mind when I was reading about it because Thanksgiving turkey is like notoriously known for putting people to sleep. But the reason that it does that is because on Thanksgiving, when you consume that much turkey, which has tryptophan in it, and you consume so much tryptophan, it boosts serotonin. So when you boost serotonin, your feeling of calmness can feel pretty much overwhelming, which is why people go to sleep. You feel so calm that it puts you to sleep, which is incredible. But tryptophan is not found just in turkey. You can also find it in things like chicken, bananas, oats, soy, cheese, nuts, milk, peanut butter, and sesame seeds. And also just a reminder, peanuts are not actually nuts. Their legumes, which are also helpful with decreasing anxiety. And I'll get to that a little bit later. Green tea has also been proven to be beneficial in more ways than just being a palate cleanser. Green tea contains, I'm going to butcher this, but I'll try, L-theanine, which helps lower anxiety and stress, improves sleep, enhances memory and overall cognition, 
promotes alpha waves in the brain, which promote relaxation. It's full of antioxidants and can also help reduce inflammation. Vitamins B and C deficiencies can also be linked to anxiety and depression. Some foods you can consume to boost your vitamin B levels are things like dark leafy vegetables, such as spinach and broccoli, whole grains, such as brown rice and barley, eggs, dairy products, such as milk and cheese, legumes, such as beans and lentils, and also peanuts, fruits, like citrus, avocados, and bananas, can also help boost vitamin B. Things that you can eat to boost your vitamin C levels are things like citrus, again, which is great, bell peppers, strawberries, tomatoes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, and white potatoes. Now, if you're a picky eater and you don't want to incorporate the foods that I just mentioned into your diet, you could always take a vitamin supplement. Personally, I prefer to take supplements only on days that I didn't eat well or I didn't eat enough so that I'm not relying just on the supplement to give me those vitamins. You never want to rely too heavily on a supplement because it's not as potent as if you were eating the foods that contain the vitamins. There are other ways to help ease anxiety too, aside from just what you consume, but just be mindful. Diet is very important. Your gut health is also extremely important in just overall health, because if your gut health is off balance, the rest of your body will be off balance too, including your brain and your mental health. To improve gut health, you should be looking to eat more foods that contain a lot of fiber and probiotics, such as sweet potatoes, spinach, beets, carrots, and fennel. You can also get lots of probiotics from things like yogurt and fermented foods. Exercise can also improve gut health, which is a double whammy because exercise is also another way to increase mood and reduce anxiety. Everything goes hand in hand. Gut health is important for overall health, which also affects your mental health. And by incorporating some fruits, vegetables, probiotics, and exercise into your daily routine, while also limiting alcohol, sugar, caffeine, and processed food consumption, you'll likely feel like a brand new person. Things that have helped me to stay on track with what I'm eating are weekly meal planning and keeping a food journal. I don't do this for any other reason other than wanting to know how much junk food I do or don't eat, as well as how it affects my mood throughout the day and the week. Whenever I feel anxious, I don't typically turn to a food or drink item And I know that there are people out there who, as soon as they're feeling anxious, the first thing they do is grab a bag of chips or a soda or 
a milkshake or that comfort food, which typically is not good for you. I tend to turn the TV on or listen to music so that I get my mind off of the things that are making me anxious while also trying to boost my serotonin. Music generally makes me happy, so if I'm feeling off, I'll try to sing along to whatever music I have playing. I also love to keep a journal, or as some may say, a diary, but it helps me to focus on my thoughts and also helps me vent, which aids in easing my anxiety as well. Sleep is so, so, so important to your overall health. And I can't stress that enough. When your body has stimulants running through your veins, such as caffeine, it will absolutely affect your sleep, even if you think that it doesn't. Without proper sleep, your body will lag and you'll feel groggy and sleepy, maybe even a bit lethargic. And lack of proper sleep can lead to anxiety. So you have to be sure that you're sleeping enough. You have to be sure you're sleeping long enough and that you're sleeping consistently through the night so that you're not waking up in the middle of the night. You're not tossing and turning. You want your body to be able to get into that deep sleep so that it gives your body time to recover. Because that's the whole point of sleep, is to recover from the previous day and to prepare your body for the day that you're about to have when you wake up. Other ways to deal with anxiety and stress can include breathing exercises, physical exercise, such as yoga, running, dancing, riding a bike, walking, or literally anything else with movement, listening to and or writing music, writing of any kind, creating and executing a skincare routine, etc., etc., etc. The list is probably endless, and these are just a few. But you should do what you can to help ease your anxiety if it is something that you struggle with. I will be starting a full body detox next Monday. And as excited as I am about it, I'm also super nervous. I will be keeping a journal throughout my experience and making sure to document as much as I can because I really do want to get the most out of this experience. I want to heal my body and feel better because I struggle with anxiety myself. And frankly, I'm sick of it. I'll be following a very strict protocol and diet, and I think that's what I'm most nervous about, but I will be doing check-ins probably hmm, every few weeks during future episodes, just as like a side note, so that I can keep track of how I'm feeling. I'm excited for the end result, and I wish that I could just fast forward through the detox process, but... I know that it'll be so worth it in the end.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Night and Days this week. I'll be back next week with an exciting episode featuring someone I just adore. You won't want to miss it. I'm so glad and so thankful you tuned in to this week's episode. I'd love to hear feedback and suggestions from you, so reach out to me and let me know what you think. If you aren't already, be sure to follow me on social media for updates and announcements. My Instagram and Facebook handles are at Night and Days Podcast. That's K N I G H T, the letter N, D A Z E Podcast. And my Twitter handle is at Night and Days Pod. That's K N I G H T, the letter N, D A Z E Pod. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next week.